0: Hey, this is the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast, and I'm Ryan Gillen. I'm here with Andrea Rocky, a team member on the Ryan Gillen Team, and Jared Lane, who has recently bought a rental property with me. Um, with actually Andrea. She was the representative on this one. And uh, we're going to go over today with Jared about how his process went and what it's like buying a rental property through the Ryan Gillen team. Also what his future goals are and where he wants to go with buying rentals. Uh, First off though, I'm pretty excited on this Wednesday morning because last night my Kentucky Wildcats beat Michigan State. They were number one in the nation. So I'm a happy camper this morning. My girlfriend's a happy camper because Ohio State is ranked number one in the NCAA playoffs right now ahead of LSU so it's all good uh it's all good for me this morning um how are you guys
1: doing pretty good
0: yeah doing great happy to be here okay great hey that's Jared who you heard there and um Jared tell me a little bit about yourself what you do on a daily basis for your day job and then uh, maybe you can get into what you want to do um owning rentals and where you want to go with it
1: uh so I'm an insurance adjuster uh, basically, I assess storm damage on residential and commercial buildings. Uh, as far as my real estate journey goes, I think our ultimate goal, me and my wife, Brittany, uh, is to have a thousand doors under our uh, management um, and really just kind of scale, automate things and you know, hopefully not be working an hourly job for the rest of our life.
0: Yeah, and right now with um, the recent tornadoes in Dayton, you're day-to-day has been pretty crazy
1: it has been pretty crazy no doubt yeah, yeah. which uh, i'm certainly not mad about
0: no absolutely <laughs> absolutely so hopefully we can rebuild dayton and uh people uh can uh can get into some nicer properties um after your work but uh, so you just bought a property it was last week with with Andrea. you and your wife purchased it it's a four unit it's a four unit four yep. unit property okay great um those you guys don't know, uh, Jared, about, was it about six months ago, we sat down and had dinner, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, Andrew approached me and said, hey, let you have da- uh, dinner with this couple, and uh, we went to this nice restaurant, and it had a really good conversation. Uh, Jared and his wife had very, very ambitious goals in the sense of what they wanted to do, but they only had one duplex at the time. Um, can you tell me about your experience you had with buying your first property, where you might have gone wrong? Um, what was, like, Is it was it nerve-wracking? Um you know, where, how that first property go, you know, what you learn from it. And then we'll talk about then going into your next property in the future sure. deals as well.
1: Uh, I think we actually did everything wrong. Um, the real realtor just wasn't, uh, certainly wasn't our friend, wasn't yeah. because kind of standoffish. Uh, we, we didn't really know what we were doing, didn't know what we were looking for. Uh, really hadn't even really done a lot of research on investment properties or house hacking per se. Just knew you wanted to do one. Just had an idea, yeah. And uh, thankfully everything worked out, but we ended up overpaying for the property. Uh, There were certainly some renovation costs that we didn't calculate. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultimately though, we ended up uh, cash flowing a hundred bucks a month after our mortgage was paid. So not necessarily getting rich, but- uh,
0: But it's appreciating, it's paying down. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with that, I know you've told me a little bit of the backstory. Um, you know, after we had our dinner with Andrea, I mean, I, I feel like it's very important for people to one interview agents. I feel like our dinner was more than a talk; it was more interviewing Andrea and myself to you know representation compared to what you did on your first deal. I feel like you are like man, I need to find someone that you can trust. A friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they need to be a friend too. They need to be able to look you in the eye. I know Andrea um, has come into the office a few times. And I'm like, man, you guys can't buy this property. And, and that's a good thing because it means you're not going to overpay for something, um, but you're also going to be honest with each other and saying, hey, like, listen, let's make sure we're getting these numbers right mm-hmm. going forward. We don't want to just buy to buy.
1: No doubt. Um, well, you know, we're so new in this game that we really needed her expertise.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the first real estate agent that was helping us, you know, there was... Just a, a huge lack of communication. I feel like she wasn't on our side, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, working with Andrew, I feel like she's actually looking out for our best interests. Yeah, we want to be a
0: part of you buying all 1,000 units, not just the one duplex. Right. And I feel like whoever you guys are working with um, doesn't have to be us, but you need to have that honest relationship with someone that they see the big picture and your dreams because if they don't have your dreams in mind they're going to see, think of the small picture of you selling you just that one duplex or just that one fourplex instead we're talking to jared about hey he wants a thousand units let's figure out a way to get there but let's not also not get over anxious and try to get the thousand in the next month but maybe over the thousand in the next five to ten years and build it the right way where 20 30 years from now he can be retired or you mean less time than that, but he can be retired and know that he has properties that are going to cash flow appropriately. Definitely.
1: Well, it's interesting that you said that because I feel like a lot of real estate agents are looking for a paycheck as opposed to a relationship
0: Yeah. where, you know,
1: one sale is gonna, you know, maybe pay rent that month, but it's certainly not going to give you legacy wealth. Whereas a relationship could.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Andrea, I, I know you, uh, you, you feel this way, but it, it's, it's definitely nice to have a relationship that you can be honest with. And yeah. I know you feel like you can be honest with Jared and his wife. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so I, I, I know, J, uh, you know, you've been running around doing the insurance uh, uh, side of things just with all the tornadoes, why this purchase was going through. But what was it like, you know, finally picking that property? Was it nerve wracking to pull the trigger on it? And you know what's your plans next, and what are you looking for next?
1: So we're actually uh, in the Dayton Wealth Club uh, this evening. Right? Okay. For the next six weeks, I don't okay. know if you guys are familiar. It's yeah. uh, basically all about flipping, I yeah. think. Yeah. So that should we'll be interesting, find out, right? <laughs> we'll find right. out. I think that might be you know our next deep dive is just going into like the f- flipping aspect of real estate, uh, but. Ultimately, like I said, we want to you know have a thousand doors mm. as far as rentals.
0: What's what's next? What are, what are your daily um, habits to find those thousand doors? To find the next two, four, eight unit, um, are you? What are you listening to? What are you doing on a daily basis? What properties are you looking at? What's Andrea sending you? Like I know you're going to this one class, but I know you're doing more than that because if you want a thousand doors, you're obviously looking for. Something every day, it might be information and it might be properties. What, what are you doing on a daily basis? I
1: think right now it's a mixture of both. Um, Andrew is actually great about sending us just lists of properties. Um, but I mean, as far as information goes, I'm constantly trying to learn. Um,
0: you mentioned love, Bigger Pockets. Love
1: podcasts, yeah. I yeah. really like Bigger Pockets. Uh, I really like the MF CEO project, Andy mm-hmm. Frisella. Um Ed Milette also has a really good podcast. Just uh, all the, you know, motivational, self-help, entrepreneurial space. I'm really interested in that. Also really like Audible. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of driving, and I feel like, you know, these days, I I probably don't read as much as I should, but Audible really helps, you know. Um, Any book that Grant Cardone has written, 10x rule, uh, be obsessed or be average. Um, There's just the power of habit. You know, there's a bunch of really good books on Audible, so just really digging into the information aspect of things currently.
0: I think that's what changed my career was um, reading all these books, listening to all these books in the car, taking them with a green assault because some people are on a, a, a different level than I am or different in a different area. Um, you know, you talk about Grant Cardone. He's down in Miami investing in multi-multi-million dollar places that are, you know, 124 units, 200 plus units that doesn't really happen here in Dayton, which I'm not discouraging anybody to going outside of Dayton, but just being in Dayton, uh, growing up here, I didn't really, I've never really been exposed to that, so I took everything with a grain of salt. Some found some other podcasts that people were investing in some more, smaller units, took it all together, and and really built um, that mindset uh, mindset up of investing, you know, and it, it ended up you know working out, but once you buy that first one or that second one, now it's in your blood, mm-hmm. you can't consume enough information and you can't buy a property quick enough, it feels like, because it's like almost like a drug. You get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. The problem right now with the market, and I'm sure you've seen this, Jared and, Jared and Andrea, is a lot of properties are overpriced. The cap rates are down, the cash return on your investment's down, so you really have to stay patient. Uh, I know you guys were trying to put an offer on one, and Andrew was like, whoa, you know, we, we need to look at this. We need to slow down. Because right now you have so few of options, you kind of get anxious a little bit. Did you guys notice that as well? Definitely.
1: And I've, I've, I like that you said you have to take everything with a grain of salt because I feel like you should definitely tailor things to your environment. You know, um, I actually did the Dave Ramsey course a couple years ago. And I love Dave Ramsey. You know, we yeah. paid off all of our debt. But I also think that there's <clears throat> ways that you can leverage debt to your advantage.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I just really, I really like that you said that, you know, you kind of have to, like I said, tailor things to your specific environment, you know, where, what step you're at in life, to take that next step.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Dave Ramsey is great. My dad lives by that. I don't even think he probably knows who Dave Ramsey is, but that's kind of what he lives by is he's a no debt kind of guy. So when I approached him about um, buying rental properties, he wasn't completely thrilled because we had been doing good flipping houses, you know, making the quick dollar, quick dollar, quick dollar. But I went something more long term. I'm very, very pleased how my rentals have gone so far, taking on that, I call it good debt you know there's bad debt when someone buys a sports car and it's finances it yeah that's a that's that's bad debt to me so my golden rule is i finance things that are going to be assets to me like my rental properties and any toy that i want to have anything that i do for fun i pay cash for and if I can't pay cash for it, I don't buy it mm-hmm. because then I'm probably not in the financial setting to be able to do it. So that's that's my rule to myself because I don't want to put myself under the standard of saying, hey, I need to buy cash for everything or I, I probably would have like two rentals right now. Where, <laughs> where, did, where you know? did
1: you learn the delayed gratification thing? Because I feel like that's a huge problem in society right now.
0: So – I mostly through my dad. I mean, my dad was big on like, if you're going to buy it, you're going to pay cash. And, and that was, um, something that I've been blessed with is having, you know, a father who kind of figured it out. It's not like he came from wealth beforehand, but he figured it out in the sense of, um, you know, how he was going to handle his money. He was very, very responsible, um, with it. And it's been, it's been nice. And that's a rule that I've set on myself. It, Gets hard sometimes when you see that shiny thing and you really want it and you're like, man, that payment's really low. I can do that, but I shouldn't because I can't pay cash for it right now comfortably. So um, that's that's been really nice. But the good debt um, with buying rentals, if you can find the right property, it's 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 only it's only a good thing as long as you're buying and holding it. So Andrew, do you have anything that you want to add with Jared and your guys' experience and what you want to, you know, tell, you know, our listeners like, Hey, you know, if you are going to buy a property, one, mm-hmm. I think Jared had nail on the head without saying it is interview agents. yeah absolutely. doesn't have to be us. We're just right. saying interview, interview agents. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, you always want to have someone that has your best interest and in, you know, everyone's not an expert in specific things. So find somebody that's an expert in what you're looking for specifically. That's why we had that dinner, you know, you're an expert in investment properties I'm learning from you and you've helped me help them, yeah. you know, versus somebody else might not be familiar with how to run the numbers on. Is it going to work out? Is it going to be a good investment property? Is it going to, you know, bring them money long term? So I think that's so important. And obviously knowing that yeah.
0: someone's on your side and you know what the quickest way to find out if someone's on your side, this is the quickest way to find out if someone's on your side. Find a bad property. You don't have to go look at it. Find a bad property. Send it to an agent. Say, I want to put an offer on, on this and see if they tell you yes or no. Right. And have no intentions of putting an offer on it. If they tell you yes, that's a great investment. Can't wait to write it up. Yeah. They're probably not on your side. Right. I tell no to my clients that are investors across the country. Yeah nine out of ten times. Maybe more. They actually get frustrated with me, but I'm not going to sell someone something that I wouldn't buy myself. Why would I ever do that? Because I want to do a long-term relationship with someone. So if you're interviewing agents and you find someone that you like... Send that over to them. Yeah, you'll find out if they're on your side really quick. Wouldn't you say that would work? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I, I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, I've never heard anyone say that. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: is there's always a number you can buy a property at. Right. There's always a number if it is is two hundred thousand and the numbers work at one sixty. You can write an offer for one sixty. That's no problem. But yeah, I mean, if if you find you want to find out how, like, if they have your interest at heart, do that. Yeah do that and you'll you'll find out really quick the moment that person says no this is a terrible investment I won't let you do this you've got a partner you've got a partner that you can buy a thousand units with and you know long term you know find someone that will go in halves with you find someone that will be a partner with you that will push you all that kind of stuff there's always ways to set it up. I think Jared has taken the first step. I'd love to have him back on our podcast in a year, and you know, talk to him about how his twenty units or thirty units is going. Um, I know that he's going to buy more and more properties along the way, and this is only the start. I think uh, good deals will pop up for him, and he will jump on them because he jumped on this property, which was fantastic. I think you guys can learn from what Jared has done, even though he's like you know six doors right now, right? Yeah, definitely beginner. Uh, six doors but it really snowballs quickly. Yeah. I bought four doors at the start, and I've got 44 now, and I haven't bought anything in a year because I've stayed patient, and I haven't you know, wanted to buy anything, but it snowballs very, very fast. And the next deal that pops up, I'll, I'll start adding more and more doors. But uh, So I'm excited to see what Jared does. I'm excited to see with Andrea helping him out. I think she's done a great job. I think Jared and his wife have done a great job being honest with each other. Um, you know, Jared, do you have any final comments that you want to say about your about your process or, you know, where you're going to go and what you're excited about?
1: I'm uh, really excited to just find some more properties with Andrea, actually. I think that uh, when you're interviewing an agent, finding someone that is in the position that you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like yourself, mm-hmm. um, is really important just because a lot of people can't really speak with experience or expertise. Sometimes they'll just kind of, you know, be looking for that paycheck mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's really important
0: yeah that's a problem in our uh, problem in our business and uh and those agents usually only last a couple years but the couple years they do last it's 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 frustrating for some people that get caught in in that trap so um if you guys have any questions at all when it comes to uh um if, if any questions at all if it comes to real estate uh, please contact andrea and i we'd love to answer your questions um jared do you want to throw out your instagram handle i know you have uh, yeah pretty- it's just my name jared lane okay. j-a-r-e-d-l-a-n-e okay cool and uh you'll see him climbing on roofs and investment properties mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff he has a pretty active instagram handle so go ahead and follow him and his journey on uh, buying properties i know he posts things about that Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. This was the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast. Um, Steve Neal wanted to give everybody a last uh, tip of advice that your furnace does have a filter (laughs) and you should replace it. Uh, That is our last tip. Like I said, please contact us if you have any questions at all. Thanks, guys.